This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Two, three, four. If you're looking for advice from a real girl who might not have the answers, but goddamn she'll try just a tip, then you'll be on your way. With Meg and Batoon on Friday. Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon, a real girl. You guys sent in questions, and today I have a friend to help me help you. Martin is a comedian, and fun fact, used to work in radio. That's true, yes. Give us your best radio voice. Welcome (gasps) to Just a Tip. Ooh. All right, we will be changing all of our intros to that. (laughs) Um, I've always wanted to be on a radio show. Calling in, mostly. I could never get through the lines. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, well, a lot of it is a setup. (gasps) Yeah. Are you serious? Pull back the curtain a little bit, yeah. Some, not all of them, but sometimes. So. But like, off the air, all of them. Yes. So people are just calling in to get engagement, basically? Essentially, just, yeah. And the, you, so a lot of times the phone lines will light up and then you just like pick a different number and you say, okay, this is the answer to the thing. Or Oh, this thing. Yeah. how well-versed are you in life? Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, finances, very bad. <laughs> Okay. Everything else, uh, good, but in a bad way, as in, like, I've failed so many times at so many different things yeah. that I can tell people how to not do that. Ooh. Yeah. That's good. A mentor. Yes. Well, let's let's mentor some people that have written into us. How about it? Excellent. Let's have at it. All right. Let's go. High school drama spreads like wildfire, seeing that it's mostly about relationships or bitter heartbreaks. I'm not dating anybody, and it seems like everybody wants to know about what I plan on doing about it. Therefore, how can I live with the mentality that I don't need a significant other until the time is right? From Significantly Single. (gasps) Wow, this is interesting that someone doesn't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. This is first. But they're in high school, right? It is. They are in high school, yeah. Yeah, that's very bizarre to me. Like, I feel like that's the point in time where you just need to live your life the most because they must be from the South also. <laughs> like, that's the only reason why anyone should want them to be in a relationship so so deeply. What? Pay me a picture. What do you think this person looks like? Oh, we boy. don't have a photo. I yeah. can't confirm. Y- you know, I'm I'm very bad with making things up visually. So literally, if I were to describe someone, I would just end up describing you on accident. <laughs> I don't know. They got like dimples, probably dark hair, uh, a couple tattoos that are visible. <laughs> the others, we have no idea. No idea. That's very funny. Okay, so high school drama is a whole thing. I feel like everything in life is still like a microcosm of of high school. Yeah. Even when you get into like any other community, like probably the comedy community oh, or the dance community time. or the film community. Everything is high school and everyone's got this hierarchy and you're never going to outgrow it. Yeah. Work. Like I, I used to work in an office and it felt, and everyone there was like 50 and 60. And I was like, where were you working? Uh, I was an accountant for six months in 2012. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For a inner, kind of an evil company. It was like an energy sourcing company. Uh, so I shouldn't say the name of them. Uh, <laughs> They're called energy sourcing LLC. Yes. Uh, uh, but they would basically like a coal, they would have like coal miners and stuff, but would like, uh, they'd have water or they would 
ruin water from like neighboring areas and stuff, essentially. So <gasps> one of those places, but in Alabama. So they're everywhere. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Wow. And then you got out of that and you're like, I'm going to tell jokes. This is better for me. Well, I, I was already doing comedy. Okay. And then I moved back home to date this girl because I was stupid. <gasps> and uh, Can't wait for the tea on that one. Uh, well, yeah, she lives here now, I think. Uh, <laughs> She's actually in the car. Yeah. Well, no, we're, we're like friends now, so it's fine. But um, that's good. But yeah, uh, did did that whole thing. It was and it was it was like, oh, that was a bad decision. I could have stayed in Chicago and uh, you know furthered my career. But no. <laughs> but no. Yeah, but yeah, I, I still did comedy and then was doing that. And, and but it, it sort of did drive me to like say you should live your dream instead of crunching numbers you don't know how to crunch. Yeah. yeah. So you you got an accounting job. How did that happen? Did you want to be an accountant or did it just kind of fall in your lap and you go? Okay, this is stability. Yeah, it was more the stability thing. I needed money, and my cousin was like, "Well, you can work here." And I was like, "Okay." And that was, <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I well, I'd stupidly bought a BMW, <gasps> so <laughs> I think something overheated. Now or no? Oh my god! I had to go. I had to get it the oil changed in it, and I went to like an express oil change. Sure. Uh, which apparently you're not supposed to do with the BMW. Ne- well, you shouldn't do it ever, is what I heard. Even when oh. I had a Honda, they were like, "Take it to Honda. Like, don't ever go to a Jiffy Lube." Oh, wow. Yeah, I don't really know. Yeah. I think they said that, like, you would take it to a Jiffy Lube and they just kind of, like, poke around with a pencil and then you're done. <laughs> oh. oh, our services? We just put some gum in it. <laughs> That's oh. what we can do for you. Some head gum. Hey, hey, look at oh, that. Like that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but, kid, don't don't worry about dating in high school. I'm surprised that people are worrying so much about him not dating someone. Yeah. It says that everyone wants to know why what he plans on doing about it. Leave him alone. Yeah, just like... I think it's more... Take the mystery. You could be the most popular kid yeah. in school based off of being the most mysterious. Like, is, will they, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what's funny about where what the time we live in now that everything's on social media. It's like when something's not on it and it's private for you, I feel like that's when relationships actually thrive. Yes. I was in a relationship once that was highly publicized on the internet by just us. Not like <laughs> we weren't getting picked up by like, <laughs> what's that guy's name? Uh, Perez Hilton? Yes. It was definitely not like that. DM- MZ presents. <laughs> yeah. Via my Twitter feed. Um, but yeah, we would post photos all the time, and I've learned so much to like not put that or not put as much on the internet. I don't yeah. know if you're like a huge internet person. Here's the problem if you break up with somebody and everyone is invested in your relationship because you put it out, they're kind of like, well, you gave us all of this information. Why aren't you giving us the information why it ended? Like, we need yeah. to know. And everyone's very invested in your life. And I feel like keeping your relationship off the internet slash off this high school, like, memo board, bulletin board, it might be better for you in the relationship. 100%. And I I tried both. I tried both methods of, like, I'm not going to put anything of this relationship online. And then I tried the other one. And both of them ended, clearly. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But but I think it's just a lot sadder to have to, like, go through and delete every picture off of Instagram of you and this person. Oh, my gosh. Did you feel good not having anything on? Did you feel like it was, like, this is my relationship I can keep to me versus everyone's a part of it? Um, You know, I felt equally the same because oh. I, I, I was able to have that conversation of I don't trust social media and I don't trust <laughs> Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. Because uh, I, I do think they're all like evil to an extent 
Sure. Uh, that's my own like weird paranoid brain. <laughs> Uh, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you, you got to put something out there, I think, like just to say, hands off, ladies, uh, <laughs> as us fellas are known to say all the time. Hands off, ladies. Yeah. It's a conversation that you just have to have with your with your SO. So, okay, the, he, he or she, I guess, is wondering how to live with the mentality that they don't need a significant other until the time is right. I mean, I think that's all you need to know. Just if you're not ready for it, you don't need to tell anyone else. Yeah. It's and, all about you. And high school relationships, they're built to not last. Like they're... Except for the people that get married. Oh, those are... They're always the creepiest kids. Where, yes. Ever. Yeah. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, or not where, but like... <laughs> have you <laughs> heard of uh, Hewitt Trustful High School? Down now I have. Yes. Uh, yeah, I went to school in Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, so I'm from Florida, and a lot of people that I went to high school with are married. Is yes. that the same in your high school? A lot of them are married and now divorced. Same. Yeah. So I feel like I did it right, but also, like, I did, I would see pictures of like, oh, everyone's getting married. They should have invited me to their wedding. But also, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, should I have, should I be getting married? So it was like that weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're still, like, comparing yourself to people that you went to high school with? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay, so if you had to give one single tip of advice for this person, what would it be? I would say live your best life. You're only going to be in high school for so long. Just wait. If the right person comes along, date them. If not, you'll be fine. Yes, I agree. My piece of advice would be who cares? <laughs> yes. <laughs> who cares about your life besides you? Yes. If people are looking, you're like, why aren't you dating someone? Hey, mind your own business. The next person who asks you... Uh, why you're not dating someone, say, how about you come date these hands? And start <laughs> swinging on them right then and there. Come date these hands. Yes, just swing on a fool. <laughs> Significantly single, you're fine. Yes. If you do get in that fight, please post it online. Remember, uh, vertical, not horizontal. I've never been in a fight, ever. I think that... Three under my belt. You've been in three fights? Yes. Fist fights. Uh, yes, one, one in high school, senior year, one in college... And then well, the other one was also in college, but at like a wrestling match. Oh, one was permitted. <laughs> no, no, no. Like it oh, wasn't. It was... <laughs> it, it... <laughs> you weren't in the match. No, no, no. <laughs> we like went to we went to watch and sort of disrupt it. Uh, and then but then like the actual wrestlers who were there got very upset oh about my it. God. And then one dude, the, a, a buddy, my buddy accidentally made fun of the, one of the wrestlers kids. OK. And said something like, oh, you're he it had like a bowl cut. Sure. So he said, oh, you're uh, it's a cute, it's a cute little boy. And the mom <laughs> goes, that's a girl. And then like texted her husband, who was like the tallest dude. Oh. And he came out and then like all the wrestlers came out to fight us. And oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was like a whole like bring it on situation. Yeah. But just like, like no. with redneck. So it was terrifying. <laughs> and not cheerleaders. No. Okay, here is this one. I have recently graduated from college and started my full-time job. I've been living at home, but I'm now ready to save up and move out. I've been in a serious relationship for over a year now, and ideally we would like to live together, but some of my friends say that I should live alone for a bit before to experience it. Mind you, they're all single friends giving me this advice, but I do see their point. My thought is, why live alone when you can live with the one you love? Oh, what's your take on this? Sincerely, lonely living. I did see you tense up when I said uh, that they've been in a serious relationship for over a year. Or were you just stretching? Oh, that was, I'm trying to improve my posture. <laughs> <laughs> At the most interesting times. Okay, I was like, okay, what do you know about serious relationships? Yeah. Um, living alone. Do you live alone? 
I no, I have a roommate. Okay. But it's we share it's like a one bedroom, so it's like So you live in the same room? No. She renovated the living room into a bedroom. Oh nice. And, yes, and I live in the bedroom. Uh and that's that's <laughs> and that's the whole thing. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever lived alone? I've never lived alone. Ooh, do yeah. you ever want to? Uh, at some point, but I feel like I'd go stir. I, I like need to talk to people at some point through the day. Oh, otherwise. really? Yeah. <gasps> so highly extroverted, you'd say? Um, no. I, Interesting. Yeah, I don't like talking to people, but I need to talk to people. <laughs> if that makes any sense whatsoever. I relate more to introversion. If I'm with someone that I really like, I'm highly extroverted. But right. like, if I don't want to meet someone ever. If I'm at a party, I will be at the food table and go home as soon as possible. Oh, yeah. I stop saying that I go to parties. I say I just make appearances. Ooh. Yeah. I, and not, not in like a fancy way. <laughs> it not, sounds fancy. It sounds, but no, I just, I don't like part. I don't like party. Because it's, it's hard to talk to people like, yeah, this is a fun event. You yeah. got a cup too. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. So instead I just like, I'll show up, I'll say hey to people be, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll just leave without saying anything. And How good best. are Irish goodbyes? Oh, it's the best thing. I've never know. said bye in the last three years of my life. Only started saying goodbye. I only say goodbye if the person is moving. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes. What do you say instead of goodbye? Uh, hey man, <laughs> good, good luck. <laughs> Good luck with the rest of your life. Yeah. If I see you again, cool. Or just don't, you know, don't say anything. Like, oh, I got, or my my thing is always like, I got to go to the car or. Oh my God, and you never come back. Yes. I don't even say that. I If I'm at a party, I'll say bye to the host and then I will immediately leave. Saying goodbye to 16 people sounds so daunting. Oh yeah. You got to give hugs and then have people have side conversations. And then it's just like, I want to go away. That's forever. like an, that's a whole extra 20 minutes of, you know, it's like, I'll text you. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you do that thing that you're already doing. None of this matters. <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'm so tired. Why and did I didn't want to come in the first place. Exactly. So, okay. So this person is wanting to know why do they think they should live alone for a second before they should, before they want to live with the person that they're in love with. It sounds like your friends are trying to get you to get some more dick before <laughs> you settle settle in. That's honestly what it sounds like. Yeah. Uh, if you don't want more dick, then don't you you know don't say no dick. Uh, <laughs> check that box. Just check the no dick box. But if you if you do, then be you know branch out. Be single for a little bit before you settle in with the the one forever graduation dick. Uh, and, you know, and then then uh, live with that dick. You could still be in a serious relationship with not living together. Like I've been in a serious relationship and we didn't live together, but we were together all the time. And I've been in a relationship where I was living with the dude. That changes everything. Living with a guy that you're in a relationship with or traveling with them shows true colors. And have you ever done escape rooms? Uh, yes. Doing an escape room with the one that you love. <laughs> Will make you either stick around or instantly not be with them again. Oh no! It's so it, it shows your true colors because it's like how are you in stressful situations? How especially in in the airport too? Like how are you when you can't get an aisle seat or whatnot, or they don't have your chips that you need? What chips? <laughs> what, I know you don't get are, chips on the airport. <laughs> what are? Really. I'm more so. Con- what are necessary chips? What are the chips that? Oh, sea salt kettle cooked. Thank you for asking. Oh okay. I any brand really? Yeah. I'm not loyal. I'm a I'm a wavy chips guy. Have you ever had wavy lays? Oh, this I was born with wavy lays. <laughs> like at every black festivity. Is it? Yeah. If I eat one of those it takes me back to being like 5 year 5 years old at a public pool. 
Like, we're not allowed to have chips, but I smuggled them in. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have I'm... you ever been to a public pool? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people haven't. Really? Yes. Who, who are these highfalutin rich? Uh, exactly. Whoa. Yeah. No, yeah. Public. I love public pools. That's I, I didn't know how to swim for the longest, so I had to go to public pools to like, stand around. Like, stand around? How do you, how do you, you do had thing? to. Oh, you have to? Yeah. That's just that's the events, you know? <laughs> Stand around, eat wavy lays while other kids go off the diving board. Yes. Um, okay, living alone, I guess, what would your tip be to them? Uh, you know, if I feel like if you talk to your friends, see what, maybe, because they might know something about this guy that she doesn't. That might Ooh. be it, too. That's just, again, my conspiracy brain. But yeah, if you, I mean, if you love the dude, uh, just, you know, move in with him. But also, you know, be, be forewarned that that's when, like you said, that's when you find out the, the worst of like, oh, this is what he smells like at <laughs> 3 a.m. or whatever. So, Have you ever been turned off by someone by how they smelled at any point in their life? Uh, Whether it's like an after workout <laughs> or just their natural pheromones? N- no. Well, Okay. Y- yes, but not <laughs> someone I was in a relationship with. Oh, okay, just like the guy next to you on the subway. Well, no, like Pete. Like I've ho- I've hooked up with girls. Oh, like there was one girl I used to hook up with on like a semi regular basis, and she always smelled like baby powder, <gasps> but like not like baby powder that was trying to cover up bo. Right, which is like an interesting mix. That would be a weird. Yeah chemical imbalance baby well baby powder is supposed to what absorb moisture yes well there's already a thing yeah so but it, i mean it was the everything else was fine it just was that part and i was like am i crazy so it's you know like sometimes you're like i should hook up with this person again to see if that's <laughs> a re- if that was a real thing if i just imagined that yeah like, confirmation oh. bias yeah have you ever heard of this thing called smell dating no. Or it's sniff something. Is that it's a like, new app? <laughs> it should be if it's not. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but what you do is you're supposed to wear an article of clothing for a couple days, and then you put it in a Ziploc bag, and they number it or something like that, however they keep it organized, and then you open up different bags and waft other people's smells, and then if you guys both match smells, like <laughs> that you guys have affinity for each other's smell, then you meet and you go on a date, I think. That's the most white thing I've ever heard in my entire life. It's definitely doing the most. I feel like they they originated that in like Williamsburg or something like that. Or in Silver Lake. Yeah. Had nothing to do. That's disgusting. Would you ever? Would I ever do smell dating? Yes. Uh, no, no, uh, no. What if someone was like, if you do smell dating, you will find your spouse and you'll never get divorced and you'll never fight. But you I'm, have to tell everyone that's how you met. Uh, I'm fine with arguing. <laughs> he really I'm, doesn't want a smell date. Yeah, I'll I'll smell you when I need to. I don't want to like. <laughs> I don't want that to be the opening. That's that's. I found the. <laughs> I found the love of my life by smelling the the loftiness of her <laughs> essence after she wore this blouse for five days straight, <laughs> and I knew in that moment that it tickled my nostrils. <laughs> That we live together in infamy. Oh, that that is a beautiful. I want that written somewhere. <laughs> that's your, that's, that's your, my favorite poem. Yes, I'll write that down for you. That's, <laughs> it's a Tennessee Williams book. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite smell? Before we take a quick break, what's the, your favorite smell in the world that you could smell it every single day? You look like you already have an answer. Well, I you know it's, it's going to sound very dumb, 
my favorite. It's it's actually more of a moment than it <gasps> is a um, a visceral. Yes, I used to work at a uh, dry cleaners. The smell of like fresh pressed clothes. Ooh! But also it was like kind of an old school uh, dry cleaner. So they had those. You know those like. Uh, when they would print receipts on the giant papers, and like, yeah, 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 yeah. like the sound and the sound of the paper ripping, like that uh, whole thing was like, oh, it's a whole scene for you. Yeah, it's. They say that the smell is the expressway to your memory bank, or something like that. Oh, <laughs> or unless I just made that up, <laughs> but the scent is the strongest of your memory, like things that you make you remember something. Your smell is the most strong sense that you have. Mm. Which makes the most sense, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break while Martin gives a little extra piece of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com slash podcast, and we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome back. Let's do it. Do are it you, too. It, are you ready? I'm ready, Freddy. How do you feel about the first two? Do you feel like we've given good enough advice? I think so. I, <laughs> I'm worried that I've trailed off too much. And they're like, "What is? Just I just need to know how to fall in love." <laughs> I, uh, don't we all? Oh man. Do you have any tips on that? On falling in love? Yes. Uh, oh boy, it'll happen naturally. Mm-hmm. One, two. Uh, when you when you find the right person, be good to them. <gasps> yeah. That's like a, really good. Yeah, because I've I've been I've been a shitty boyfriend before, and that's not it's not Ugh, fun for anybody. So. I've been a shitty girlfriend too. Yeah. It's funny because like I don't I didn't know that I was being a shitty girlfriend until after the fact. Oh. And I look back and retroactively, I was like, oh yeah, I could have done better. Yeah, much but, better here. But I think that you you learn from you learn more from those mistakes than you do from like trying to be perfect. Yeah, I think failed relationships are the biggest teacher like one time i don't know if i'll be embarrassed by saying this but maybe i will uh we'll see after it happens uh one time i was up for a role in a movie but i was like gonna be the lead of it Hmm. and i was dating a guy that was also working on that film for a different reason and i didn't get that role and he did get the job so there was a rap party after it and i didn't go because i was bitter that i wasn't the lead Mm -hmm. And I felt so bad. I still feel bad. And that was like three years ago. Because uh, I could have just been there for him. If yeah. you're ever in that position, be there for your boyfriend or girlfriend, even if it makes you uncomfortable. If it's something like that, that they're, they're celebrating something that they've worked for, yeah. just be there. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a firm believer in, with relationships, you have to be a coach, a cheerleader, and a player. Wow. Yeah. Let's take a second for that profound statement to sink <laughs> in really yeah wow i want that on my refrigerator magnets just i think you can arrange the lettering to where it <laughs> yeah i do have letters on my See, fridge I had, a, I had a feeling that came off creepy i don't i didn't know you had that <laughs> that just was happenstance they're scrabble letters though oh, they're not like the mini the, the fridge cooper gothic is that the font 
Something like that. The, uh, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah, I know t- two fonts, Times New Roman and Comic Sans. Oh, the, they couldn't be two different fonts. You've got like a very sophisticated one and then just playground rules. Yeah. You have one that's for resumes and the other is for like when you hate someone. <laughs> that's the only reason you use Comic Sans. I love that. Okay. From Worried and Insecure. They write, I'm 16 and in high school. I'm wondering how you've ever gotten over feeling insecure about what others think of you and if you have had a hard time dealing with it. Ooh, insecurities. Oh, I love this one. Do you? Oh, yeah. Because we're all insecure. Oh, so much. But, But no one knows it. No one knows that other people are insecure. Exactly. But we're all insecure. So insecure. What's the, what's the most insecure you've ever felt? <laughs> Ooh. Um, so I, okay. <laughs> you know those movies where it's like, this kid's a nerd, but we can make him popular. Yeah. And then he's popular, and then you realize he doesn't, he, he's, he'd rather be a nerd again. Yes. That's basically like my life trajectory, but with like marching band. So yeah, I was, I, I did, I did like all the very stereotypical nerd stuff. I was, I played trombone for 10 years. <gasps> um, I was, I was uh, the president of my library's chess team when I was in middle school. Uh, the only like athletic thing, I, I was like a, the essentially the water boy for the basketball team when I was okay. in seventh grade, wrestling team, all that stuff. So the most insecure that I was when I was in the Boy Scouts, we took a trip to uh, St. Louis and some of the older kids uh, were, were messing with us. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess it's a weird prank. They were like, let's pull these kids' pants down and throw them in the bathtub, which is a very weird, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a weird thing to want to do to somebody. I had uh, chicken pox when I was six, uh, five or six years old. And, uh, you know, you're not supposed to scratch chicken pox, you get scars. Mm. So I have like scars on like my waistline and like sort of pelvic region. And... So they were like trying to really pull my pants down and and they, they got them like halfway oh, no. down and they saw my scars. They, they were like, what's wrong with him? Like that. I felt like like every X-Men movie. When they're oh like, my He's gosh. got wings. Yeah. Um, well, that was your superpower, right? Because then they didn't go through with the throwing you in the pool. Well, they still, the I still got piled in the bathtub. They just didn't take my pants <laughs> all the way off. So you had a little bit better from the other kids. Because your pants weren't down. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, they didn't see my full penis. Uh, <laughs> thanks, other Boy Scouts. <laughs> I was also on the eighth grade wrestling team, and I got the nickname Torpedo Tits. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, because uh, I had I I was I was shaped like like a bean. Like I was like a little. <laughs> that sounds cute. Yeah, I was like just this chubby little kid trying his best at wrestling. Um, but I had these like. Very pointy, coney man, like boy boobs. <laughs> boy boobs, not even man boobs. There's something different about boy boobs than man boobs. Yeah. Oh, I was I was shaped like an adult baby. Like that's the <laughs> that's the body I had. So I got the nickname Torpedo Tits for the wrestling team. So like I didn't want to take my shirt off for the longest because mm-hmm. of that. And then, uh, and but it took. It, what ended up happening is another kid was like, "Hey guys, look at my my dick," and like he pulled his penis out. This kid, I won't I won't say his full name. Um, but he ended up getting, but he had like a really tiny penis, but he thought that like he was like slamming hog. Like he thought he was just gigantic and he pulled it out and everyone started laughing at him, making fun of him. No. Yeah. So he, and then he became Baby Dick Boyd. Uh, so so they, we have one part of the name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so if, if you Google Baby Dick Boyd, you might find him. I think he's a golfer now or something. Uh, he goes by Baby Stick Boyd yes. now. <laughs> Uh, but because they they all ended up like going after him, so they, so I got left alone. But it stuck with Aww. me forever. <laughs> but, and I'm still reeling from it. Oh yeah. 
Ah, uh, well, this is hard because they're in high school, and that's I think when the maximum insecurity yeah. usually sets in because you're comparing yourself to all these other people. You're now starting to like hit puberty. When do you hit puberty? I was in the seventh grade. Uh, yeah, I think it was about a week ago for me. <laughs> uh, no, I guess like yeah, probably twelve, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Yeah, so you're you're coming into your body and you're becoming attracted to the other sex, and you're wondering if you're good enough or not and everyone always has like the hot girls and the hot guys in the high school and even they're insecure even if, if you're on the nerdy side of the spectrum uh you you think that you're alone and you're not yeah i think that's really important to know that like everyone you meet your baristas your mailmen you yes your boyfriend or girlfriend Hollywood your dogs stars. i wonder if animals are insecure oh no i hope not do you think I bet like turtles might be. Like I feel like there's some that are. You're like, oh, what's this turtle doing? It's like, man, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to. I feel like my... dogs don't care though. Yeah, a turtle's like, my next twelve years is just gonna be moving from one side of the room to the other. Please, just lay just off. Lay off. Just give me a piece of lettuce and let me be. That's all. That's why, like, I feel like snakes, like snakes too, are probably like, like I don't have any arms or legs. Like, yeah, that's why I bite people. Like, I don't want to be. This is all I can do. Yeah. Have you ever gotten bitten by a snake? No, no, I haven't. No, I've not either. Oh, you said it like you had a story. <laughs> I say everything like I have a story just to see if people are interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would be interested in the snake bite story. I wish I had one for you. Oh, it's okay. I am from Florida though. One time I was taking a bath in my mom's bathroom and I turned on the faucet and a scorpion fell out. No. No water. Just a scorpion. <laughs> then just like a bunch of other scorpions. <laughs> I was like, we might have a plumbing issue, but we definitely have a scorpion issue. I think that means you're cursed. I'm pretty sure. I think so too. Yeah. Just so scorpions fall out. By proxy, just be careful. Yeah. Uh, okay. Quick tip on feeling insecure. What do you think? Um, live and own own your insecurities. Own uh, mm. own what you hate most about yourself. It can be a joke. It can be just something you you're aware of. Something you know you 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 might not like it, but you'll learn that it's it's the only thing you it's the thing that you have. It's a part of you. Imperfection is the most beautiful thing in the world mm -hmm. uh, because that's like what that's what makes us all different and unique. So like just it's okay to be insecure. Like write down that thing that makes you feel insecure. Like I I, I journal every single day now. Oh, and, that's great. Yeah, and I, I, I like drew. And this might even be a, an even better tip. I drew what I thought would be the perfect version of myself, and then like even wrote like little lines of like this would be a thing that this person like no scars right here like that kind of thing. Um, so maybe draw your perfect version of yourself and realize like that's not that's not something you need to be because you get to be you and that's cool in its own right. I'm actually tearing up and I don't think I can continue. But I think uh, like stand-up comedians are the people that do it the best because I don't know if it's like a rule in comedy or whatever, but it's when the comic comes out in the first three minutes, they kind of rag on themselves. Yeah. It's self-deprecating setup to be like, yeah, I know I look like X, Y, and Z. And everyone's on board already because it's like, oh, they're just like us. They're not above us in any way, shape, or form. And I think uh, taking your insecurities and kind of owning it, like you said, is a way of doing that without being on stage. Yeah. My mom calls it eight-miling yourself. Nice. Yeah. I like your mom. She's a cool lady. <laughs> She's a cool lady. Uh, do you have a time for one more um, from a also cool lady? Yes. Awesome. Is that really their name? No. Oh. But I'm sure they are. I bet. 
Hi, I'm 15, a sophomore in high school, and I think I have a real crush. This boy has somehow made me fall in love with him, and we've barely talked. I want to know how I can talk to him without him thinking I'm weird. I only see him in one class, and we sit next to each other. Love it if you could help. From Tongue Tied. Oh my gosh. First of all, you're sitting next to each other. That couldn't be the better setup of your life or a rom-com. I've seen movies. Okay, so I wonder what class it is. Me too. Yeah. What would be the sexiest class? (laughs) Chemistry? (laughs) Y'all want to get some sexy learning in? (laughs) I mean, sex education would probably be pretty good. Unless it was, my Alabama education was, like our sex ed teacher was also the driver's ed teacher. Half (laughs) of the semester was for sex ed and the other half was for driver's ed. Oh, weird. Yeah. That'd be nice if she, she gave some like driver's metaphors. For sex ed I and would, reverse. Yeah. Rever- reverse. Uh, yeah. How can you talk to a person without thinking you're weird? Um, well, I feel like now, like 2018, like weird is cool. Like weird is the, True. Good, the good thing to be quirky. And yeah. Michael Sarah, we've he, seen him. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a thing that's around. <laughs> <laughs> I, if he was ever on Tinder, I wish that was his bio. I'm a thing that's around. <laughs> Yes, Michael Sarah, if you're listening, will you please change your Tinder bio? And also, I am single. Ah, there you go, Michael. <laughs> I started this podcast just so we could do this whole setup for Michael Sarah to date me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can find him. <laughs> <laughs> if your stalking skills are good enough. Yes. Uh, I feel like my stalking skills are pretty good. Do you have any ex-girlfriends where you're like, I'm scared of you? Um, Like currently scared of them? Or that you were. Because girls are scary. When we want to know something, oh, we'll find it. Oh, 100%. Someone's in your Snapchat story, RAP Snapchat, we'll find we'll find their Instagram within two minutes. Yeah, but I think, like, guys are scary, too. Like, I, I think that there's, like, a difference. Like, a, a girl scary is essentially, like, oh, yeah, I found this thing I don't like. A guy scary is, like, you ready to die? Like, it's a very <laughs> <laughs> differentiation. It's, like, ter- it's terrifying. I don't, you know. Um, yeah, we're, guy, we're all shitty monsters. Um... <laughs> But yeah, uh, girls, uh, I forgot the question. I went on that tangent. How can I talk to him without him thinking I'm weird? Yeah, just be weird. Like, what's, you know, be you. If he, if he doesn't like you, then he's not, then you don't, you're not in love with him. Yeah. Um, and I, I th- yeah, just talk to him. Like, even talking to him about the class. Like, oh, this is, what do you think of this teacher? Like, and yeah. you know, just jumpstart the conversation and, you know, express who you are. I think it's so interesting that in high school you get to see everyone every single day. So if you have a crush on someone, you have so many chances to say something versus if you're at a bar or if you're an adult now, you see one person and never again for the rest of your life. (laughs) Like you blow it or you make it and that's it. You only have two options. Yeah, it's, oh yeah, just do do it, kid. Go for it. (laughs) Do it, kid. A pat on the back. Let's see. If I was 15... I, when I was 15, I was in love with this guy. Actually, we dated for five years. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Then you did, then that's the best advice, whatever you did. Just <laughs> tell her that. I guess my advice when I was 15, I, I just didn't know anything. It was kind of ignorance is bliss. I, I went up to him and I just was trying to be around him as much as I could and laughed at his jokes because he was actually funny. Um, It's really hard when you have to laugh at people's jokes that aren't funny. Oh, yeah, I've been there. I don't really do it. Yeah. Even at comedy shows, if if it's not funny, I I just smile like this. I don't even smile. I I, Because I feel like that encourages them to keep doing that thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> and sometimes it's okay to give up on a dream. Oh uh, my God. Like, so like like we we went to the we went to a show a, a buddy of mine went to a, and I went to a show Saturday and someone was very bad but they did a song so Ooh. then people started clapping and I stopped him from clapping so that way they wouldn't do that song again because yeah. it wasn't a funny song it was it was very bad sometimes you have to shame that's America runs on shame so <laughs> you, know, you have to like call that behavior if I'm in the front row of, of a comedy show I still feel bad oh I don't I, I give don't. pity smiles all the time <laughs> I I can't I, I used to. But now I can't. Well, you can't because you're doing it. That's true. If I was doing it, I'm sure I would be very different. Or not. Okay, well, so. it depends on if, if, they're, if it's someone who's booking me later. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. oh, man, yeah, you were great. Yeah, I'm, that's the best acting I'll ever do. <laughs> and that's, that's the peak of my drama career. Uh, okay, leaving tips. Okay, let's put ourselves in the position of this person. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sophomore in high school. Just got your period, maybe. Wow. Um, try, you don't have a car yet. Okay. You have a curfew. Yes. You got a dress code, mm. so you can't even wear promiscuous clothing if you wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and you're in love with a boy. Oh, I have an idea. Let's um, hear it. Ask him out. <gasps> what do you mean? How do you ask someone out if you're 15? Uh, hey, that new Jumanji movie just came out. Do you want to go see it Saturday? <gasps> you, were you allowed to? Hang out when you're 15? I did was not. Uh, or I mean, it could even be in a group setting. I, I yeah. could I could do group stuff. So my my parents got divorced when I was five. I, this probably should have nothing to do with this conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, my mom dated around though when I was a kid, so I tended to really follow her relationships instead of my own. Oh. And like sort of make sure that she was okay all the time. So like it took. So I just it never really occurred to me like oh I should be dating or trying to date or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, until like one day she said like hey. My my dating issues or my dating issues. You're you're six. You're fifteen, sixteen, seventeen now. You need you need to date. Like it's it's okay. Oh, so she was like pushing you. She was like, let you live in this world. Yes. Yes. Wow. And so then I was like, oh, I don't know how. So I I, I base everything on like romantic movies and comedies. Don't we all? Oh yeah. That's Which our... is the pitfall of us as humanity. Yes. We have these we have these high expectations. So mm-hmm. I think if you like if you go in with like the lowest of expectations to any relationship, any dating scenario. Uh, then it's fine. The worst that they can do is say no or I don't like you, and Ooh. then you, which it stings, and it hurts. <laughs> I'm it hurt now. Yes, <laughs> but then you you find someone else and you move yeah. on, or they find someone else and they move on, and everyone eventually moves on. You forget. Like I, I can't remember uh, half my crushes from high school. So. Yeah, I mean, my whole high school career was one, so I can remember that. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. A group date is perfect. I agree with that. Ask him out on a group date with a couple of your other friends. Um, hopefully you guys have the same friend group. And if not, yeah, small talk about the teacher, about the class. Or, ooh, if it's a situation where you're in a class where it's like math or something where you need help. <laughs> I'm put, I'm projecting my downfall of math on everyone. <laughs> or even if you don't, I'm sure there's movies about this. Ask for help after school or like tutor or, hey, oh. do you want to do your homework together? I don't know. The homework one is perfect. Or like look at his, like the next test you guys have, look at his test. If he has like a C, be like, oh, I can help you get that to a B. <gasps> is that nice? <laughs> like, <laughs> or would someone be like, stop looking at my insecurities? <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I like it this way. Yeah. I'm keeping it as a C. I think that's a good idea because who doesn't want help? 
Yeah. At all, all times. We all want A's. <laughs> um, beautiful. I think we helped. I think so, too. <laughs> I remembered the thing earlier. I, I had a stalker in uh, my senior year of high school. An actual stalker? She would, uh, it was an ex-girlfriend. Oh, who would, gosh. Uh, she'd drive to my house and would park outside of it. Stop. Yes. And then if she saw me or my mom walk by the window, she would like speed off. And she lived, she lived like a good 20, what? 30 minutes away. I don't know. It's very weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just to see you? Her best friend was a friend of mine. It was like, by the way, you know she does this, right? Oh, like, my. What? Not a good friend. Yeah. So so then one day I, I like saw the car and I was like, what? And then she I saw it take off. I was like, okay. So she was right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's very scary. Yeah. But then she, she asked me to her prom the next year and I, I went with her. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, I, support, I support my stalker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. Thank you so much for helping out. And thank you for having me. You're welcome. If you have any sticky situations or burning concerns, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com. And be sure to sign off Sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Also, rate us five stars. Yay. Yay. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>